Hello and welcome back to Speedrun, the fast talking video game podcast where ah screw it. Guess who just reserved a new Pokemon game? <coughs> you. Oh. I'm having we're two minutes in, I'm already having to sip some water. I'm coughing up like I have smoker's lung. <laughs> Pokemon has that effect on you, huh? <laughs> Pokemon made me feel ancient today. These games you are uh the these games that they're coming out are they just announced the Diamond and Pearl remakes today. The originals are turning 15 this year, and I'm going through a midlife crisis at 23. Girl, I remember when I pre-ordered Ruby. Don't even at me. You literally said that someone said that referred to MCR as classic rock. How the fuck do you Some think that makes me feel? On the fucking bus downtown today. I don't care that I just swore referred to MCR as classic rock. I'm not old. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Hi, I'm your co-host, Jazzy. Hi, I'm Jamie. Today's episode is made possible in part by Podbean. They host this podcast and put it out on stuff like Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, Spotify, the whole shebang. If you would like to start a podcast of your own, which you should, and would like some nice paid hosting, then go to speed or sorry, go to podbean.com slash speedrun or uh, use the code speedrun at checkout. That was a surprise. They give us money. Segue. Yes. Please please give us money. We also have a Patreon. Okay. No, no. I said that Podbean gives us money, but oh, also the stuff, we, money. the stuff we Patreon is also valid. Money me. Money, money now. Us. Money please. Money please. Please give me more money to spend on Pokemon. But we are not talking about Pokemon today. You see the Sinnoh no, region. No, we're not. Are you ready for a good segue? Are you ready for this? That's copyrighted. Bah, bah, bah. Uh, so the Sinnoh region is very snowy. So we figured we should go somewhere where we can warm up a bit. The desert. The desert. I was going to make a joke about Texas, but no. Uh, but my uh, fiance yeah, just, just my. Oh, God. my. But no, it has been very snowy there right now. And I, Xander, if you were listening, I hope you are doing OK right now. Yes, if you're in Texas, we hope that you are doing well. And if you're not doing well, hopefully things will get back to normal uh, for you soon and everything. We are recording this on the 26th, so just after the snowpocalypse. Yes. Uh, this will be an interesting... Oh, sorry, go on. This will be an interesting archival piece in history. Like, I love timestamping episodes. It's like, oh, this, this is what happened. happened here. Yeah. But we're talking about desert levels. Yes, which hopefully West Texas will go back to being soon, especially since uh, I used to take train trips out across West Texas. It was actually real pretty. Great for photography. Is it called West Tex? West Tex? Uh, no, but they, 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 should call, they, they should call it that. Are they open to constructive criticism? Because I have some constructive criticism for them. Oh, I have lots of constructive criticism. I mean, I... How much of it is constructive criticism and how much is me being like, honey, we need to talk. Here's some constructive criticism. Uh, my pick for the desert level conversation, and I really think this should have been like an alarm bell for like, warning, you will be trans one day, is yeah. Gerudo Valley from Ocarina of Time. Yes, and go off. I'm starting to timer. <laughs> okay. For those unfamiliar, uh, Ocarina of Time is an N64 game from 98, I believe. Please don't crucify me. 
but there is a section of the game called the Gerudo Desert, where all the inhabitants are uh, are femme-identifying, and once every hundred years, uh, there is one male-identifying Gerudo that was born. Uh, and <laughs> so going through this level, I'm just like, man, I really want to join this society. This would be cool. And then <laughs> I'm sitting here at 25, four years post HRT, very happy with my life. I'm like, oh no, I should have known. But besides that, it's a very cool zone with really cool music. Um, it, it kind of picks up the theme of like, you're in a desert, you have to wear goggles or something. You have to use some item to traverse the desert. And this is like a very common theme in a lot of games that I've noticed, especially Nintendo games when it comes to desert levels. Mm-hmm. But I really uh, enjoy that mode. And there's also a part of the game where you have to like escape from like this like citadel. And it's almost like a first person shooter because you're using your bow so much. And that was actually the level. It obviously isn't a first person shooter. But that's what kind of got me interested in playing FPS games at first. Because when I was growing up, that's when um, Halo was really big. And that's when jocks were playing Halo in like Call of Duty 2 on the PS2. And it was like this big like macho game. I thought, oh, that's, that's stupid. I'll never play a shooter game. And then Zelda has a shooter element. I'm like, oh, I think I can fuck with this. <laughs> but it, it was um, a sign. It was a sign. And not only that, uh, the Gerudo Desert leads up to my favorite temple in Ocarina, uh, that being the Spirit Temple, which has Ooh. the best music, uh, very prominently featuring an Indian Ezraj, uh, which is a bowed instrument, and it sounds beautiful. And that is just, like, bar none, my favorite N64, like, place. Uh, the other level that I wanted to bring up was the desert from Pokemon Ruby. Ooh, uh, Route bring 111. Back to Pokemon. Yes, exactly. And um, you need the Go Goggles to traverse it. So again, you need an item to go in. But once you are in, it's so cool. Because there are so many different like secret base locations that you can dig into. That's where Reggie Rock is located. My boy. Um, my boy, Reggie Rock. Oh, God. That's where you get the fossils. Such a cool zone. Awesome music. Some good Pokemon to catch there. Really awesome zone. Actually, on the topic of, of Pokemon and actually going on since, you know, we were talking about the Diamond and Pearl remakes earlier, uh, specifically in Platinum, because I'm very curious to see if the Diamond and Pearl remakes will supplant Platinum in my heart because Platinum was so damn good. Pokemon but, Plantum. Plantum. But Plantum. Uh, th- there's a route. Right, I forget what number it is, but it's the route right above the resort area and the post game in Platinum. Yeah. Remember back when you used to get entire islands as post games. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, where Farm it's like, remembers. but like it's this really tropical, like desert area. It's really sandy. You don't need go goggles, but such a cool area. And then if you get, uh, did the Reggie event, you could also find Reggie Rock there as well. Segway, you find Reggie Fizeme. Reggie Fizeme. You see that? That's what they they should have introduced in Gen Four. Not Reggie Gigas. Reggie Fizeme. You gotta See, get that's all why they three pay Reggie's me the big bucks because I'm fucking hilarious. Thank you, thank you for applauding me at home, humble <laughs> listeners. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta get a body of ice, a body of rock, and a body of steel to make his body ready. 
<laughs> so I'm going to pause the timer. <laughs> I'm going to go off for a second when you said body of rock. Uh-huh. I've been rewatching WWE on Peacock because I'm trash. Yes. <laughs> and yes! every time Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes on, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, The Rock. Because <laughs> it's really hot. Right. Uh, we, and, we like The Rock here. So I just imagined Reggie Ice, <laughs> Reggie Steele, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Reggie Rock Johnson. <laughs> you can restart the timer now. <laughs> Dwayne The Reggie Rock Johnson. I'm still... Excuse me while I process. He's in a cage match with Reggie Cena. Reggie Cena. Okay. Segwaying to what I was originally going to talk about. I I need to go off about Mega Man for a second. Because classic Mega Man Man has some great desert levels. There is Pharaoh Man and Mega Man 4 who comes to mind who has quicksand as levels. Uh, there's a really great ROM hack of Mega Man 4, though, called Rockman 4MI. This counts. It's a desert level where it takes those and then also puts a gimmick. Like, there's curses that get put on you in this ROM hack and Pharaoh Man's level. So, like, uh, and the curses, quote unquote, they can, like, make it so, like, your controls are reversed or so that you're always jumping at least. And then after you go through this level, when you fight Pharaoh Man himself in Rockman 4MI, he shoots you out of his out of his like little tomb area up onto the top of the stage where you began to fight you. It's so cool. There's also though, if we're talking about Mega Man proper as well, there's Commando Man and Mega Man 10. I hate the name. Commando Man. Nasty. (laughs) Nasty. But I guess you could say he's more like Junk Man. Am I right? Remember when we were a rated PG show? <laughs> are, are we not? I'm not explicitly saying things. I'm so excited for the DLC character for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Testiculace. <laughs> you mean you don't know the great Greek hero, Testicles? Oh, no, I got me. God damn it. <laughs> Let's keep the show rolling. Uh, but Commando Man stage is really cool because first off, it does something that's not common in classic Mega Man, where there's a split path through the stage. Mm-hmm. But uh, in some parts of the stage, you'll actually get these sandstorms that will push you along, and they obscure parts. They obscure platforms when they're being pushed. So you have to really—it's a stage filled with timing puzzles, which I actually find to be pretty fun it's real brutal on Mega Man 10's hard mode but then again if you're playing on hard mode what do you expect right love that stage also Mega Man Zero 2 had an intro I think it was Zero 2 where you're literally playing a Zero like going through this really somber desert scene and it's so good and the music's so brilliant (sighs) I like Mega Man you know um We'll talk about a little bit. This is foreshadowing to uh, the next episode here. But um, I recently watched a documentary where they interviewed the artist behind Mega Man 2's NES box art. Ooh. And every <laughs> and he was talking about how everyone dunks on the art. And he was like, I was given no references. They saw, they said, draw a Mega Man. 
And I said, okay, here is a mega man. And they slapped him on the box and everyone hated them. And I was like, this poor fucking guy is getting spit roasted. I drew a mega man. I drew a mega man. Yes, you did. The, the funny thing is apparently back when conventions were a thing, he'd actually go to game cons. You could buy like some prints of some of his artwork he, he used to do. Like, That's he, awesome. He seems like a rad dude, actually. Like I I would buy his artwork. I'm just saying he did, in fact, draw a mega man. He did. I want a framed bronzed plaque of Mega Man 2's box art. I will say this, though. Which one of us is going to mention the, the freaking Mario 3 desert level where you get chased by the literal sun? You know, I was just playing Mario 3 the other night, and I was very actively trying to block that fucker out of my memory because <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> oh, the sun guy? I believe you mean my repressed childhood memory. Okay, listeners at home, this is the sound in my head... Like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up the sun from Mario 3 in Google Images. Look at him and listen to this sound. It sounds like he's making the <laughs> face at all times. <laughs> he's just like swooping down, like, shit! Fuck you! <laughs> like, at all times. I'm laughing right into the mic and Jazzy. I'm sorry I'm gonna edit this because I'm making it peak so bad with my fucking wolf cackles. I can do it in both. I'm looking at the waveforms for my impression, and they just look like bricks in audacity. Uh, would some funny mic make it better? <laughs> no more, no funny mic, please. No funny mic? Okay, I'll oblige, but just this one time, just because I'm excited about Mario and Pokemon and uh, not, not Sonic. Sonic's desert levels suck. Sandopolis yeah. and Sonic 3 makes me the big sad uh okay but you know what to bring this back up with the last 10 seconds on the clock mirage saloon from sonic mania is pretty pretty swell cool cool so yeah that's desert levels we are at time we are at time my phone buzzed literally right when right when the timer went off i'm sorry about that (laughs) this has been a very fun episode This has been a very fun episode. <laughs> this has thank, been, indeed. Jazzy, I'd like to thank you, because you I finally feel young again. I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, <laughs> so there's this... I'll, I'll leave it off. I've been very scatterbrained in this episode, but it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's this MCR clip where uh, Gerard has his back turned to the crowd, and he has his middle finger, he's rubbing his ass with the middle finger, and he goes... <laughs> I want to thank the economy. I want to thank little baby Jesus. I want to thank you for the venom. And then they, and then they start the song. Thank you for the venom. And that's what immediately popped into mind. And I wanted to share. Wow. And that's the thing that, you know, now my cheesy roadhouse is my favorite classic frock band. (laughs) Don't fucking (laughs) at me. Look, we're coming full circle. We're coming full circle. Here we are. Ending song. Okay. Ending song. So if you have ideas for future episodes or want to contact me or jazz directly, you can message me at Jamie at stuff. We play.com her at jazzy at stuff. We play.com at stuff. We play on Twitter, patreon.com slash stuff. We play. Thank you. Podbean for helping make this possible. 
podbean.com slash speedrun or use the code speedrun at checkout. Jazzy, have I forgotten anything? That is it. We love you, Podbean. We love y'all and we love you, you fancy gamers listening to this. So with that, thank you very much for listening. Stay classy and we'll see you next time. Bye.